2: Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching romantic comedies. I'm Corey Camen.
1: My, my name's John Siever. Kevin is not here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. He sucks. What a what a loser!
2: Hey, clap if you think Kevin's a loser.
1: Um, then this is our Patreon. That's right. Thank you so much for being a patron. Thank you, patrons. Thank you. We do this for you. Mm-hmm. All that other, all that stuff that we put out there for free. Yep. It's, that means nothing. That means nothing. Yeah. We don't even want to do it. No. I wake up every morning and I'm like, fuck that. I just want to get to patron
2: episodes. I'm like, God, when I think about the patron episodes, I'm like, <laughs> One thing want to think about the other ones, I'm like.
1: Yeah. These episodes, (laughs) that's what I'm like. still got to learn the soundboard. These are the good ones. Yeah, these are the real good ones. And we have a program tonight that you all said you want us to watch. That's right. Uh, Have you seen this movie, Corey? I've seen it, I think, in bits and pieces on airplanes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you watch movies in bits and pieces on airplanes? Yeah, I start one, I get up, I go to the bathroom. I well, come back. While the movie's playing. While the
2: movie's playing. I always keep it playing. And then uh, I pull up my phone. I do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> watch it with one eye. Then I get in a conversation with a flight attendant for a little while. You know, I'm just like, oh, do you live in the city we're landing in or the one we took off in? Talk I mean, about Do that. you really do that? No. I,
1: don't. Uh, I find myself having that conversation. Oh, you mean like talk to them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I
2: thought you meant doing this is how I watch movies. No, I, I all the time. Yeah. One of the best conversations I had uh, in that vein was I was on like an international trip mm-hmm. and I got up to go to the bathroom. It was a long flight. And I started talking to these, uh, flight attendants and I found out they lived in New York and mm-hmm. I can tell when I went to go to the bathroom, they were sort of over it and they were just
1: like over New York. No, no, no. Like over talking, you over, to, over talking to passengers, over talking to yeah, yeah. me. And then I, I, I was talking to one Is of them. Is it was, because they, they asked you to pull up your mask like six times in one flight?
2: Well, it was, but it was pre-COVID. <laughs> but uh it was pre-COVID, but they were like, You gotta wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. Something's wrong with you, buddy. But at least use a out. face shield. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I had one. I had I had face shields pre-COVID. Totally. <laughs> but uh no, but I talked to one I talked to one flight attendant and we think hit it kid, off.
1: Think kids on a playground like are like I used to wear face shields before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Just bragging. Like, <laughs> My dad used to wear face shields before COVID. He was I, cool. Yeah, it was my dad double masked. Yeah. My dad played high
2: played high school football and he double masked the whole time. Yeah.
1: He had face shield on. He had a helmet on, mask over his helmet, face shield over his mask. Your dad can't beat up
2: my dad, because my dad wears a very strong face shield.
1: <laughs> he wears an N ninety six. All right. Um I'm sorry, I interrupt. So so oh, it was, was just basically over it. it was basically that I was just like Oh, where do y'all live? And then
2: once we got into it, I was like, you live in Ditmas Park? I love Ditmas. And I was like, you ever go to this one bar? It's also a flower shop. And then when I was leaving, I was like, can I get some more wine? The girl was like, yeah, hang on. And she just like filled me to the brim with wine. Ooh. She was like, enjoy your flight. Yeah. That's what you do, man. You got to um, charm them.
1: I met a flight attendant once. And really? Like we were talking because... Uh, the baby poops a lot on airplanes. Mm. It's something to do with the pressure. The rapper, the baby, yeah, the baby, the rapper. He poops a lot yeah. on airplanes. The same flight I met Didn't Waka Flocka Flame on. The baby was there, shitting all over the. Wow, airport. that was, was before insane. he was famous too. Uh, no, <laughs> our baby poops all the time on airplanes uh, because it's a pressure thing. I guess that's what happens. With oh, totally. Um, and you know, so I'm like, I help with the baby. I can't always fit in the bathrooms because they're so small. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, you're a big though,
2: guy. I bring guy. the
1: diaper bag. I like lay out the changing mat and then mm-hmm. he changes the diaper. And I like sit and talk to the flight attendants. And one of the guys was a huge Sex and the City fan. Really? And I was like, hmm, just so happens that I co host a podcast called The Bradshaw Boys. And he downloaded it and said he's listening to it. So if you became a patron, wow Mr. Delta Flight Attendant, thank you so much. Wow. I love you. That's amazing. Yeah. One time I was flying. This is now a flight attendant
2: podcast. Have you seen the TV show The Flight Attendant? No. I mean, we could do a we could do a flight attendant podcast. Great show. You want to start? Let's, let's do it. Let's let's hijack this and now this is the flight attendant podcast.
1: Please notice your your nearest uh exit. Uh the lights in case of an emergency will become illuminated. Uh if the cabin pressure drops, please uh face mask will drop down and we Also have face shields that now drop down. (laughs) Please put your
2: face shield on before you put it on your child beside you. Always protect yourself from COVID before you protect the passenger beside you. Yes. Um, If you are not watching this uh, in the video that's also mm -hmm. provided, you missed a lot of pantomime of John and I doing flight attendant Mm pantomime, which is
1: really, really top-notch scene work, incredibly accurate too to what really happens on an airplane. Completely. So Um, much. Okay so you saw Bits and Pieces of this movie on an
2: airplane. I saw Bits and Pieces on an, yeah Bits and Pieces of this movie on an airplane and other places. I like I know I know that the Goss is in it. Mhm. Ryan Gosling. Mhm.
1: Um, Ooh. I for feel those like of you listening at home that's narrowed it down. Mm-hmm. Is it The Notebook? <gasps> is it la la land
2: is it drive is it drive drives kind of a romantic is comedy. it
1: remember the titans Ooh. is it old episodes of mickey mouse club
2: oh is it that band he was in and we're just watching the
1: music video <gasps> dead man's bones i don't know um i think i saw this movie uh-huh. not sure uh-huh. when katie and i were living in hong kong um, the ho- we were there for six weeks and the hotel that we stayed at had really great movie selections. Cause it was like, not, it was like Netflix, Hong Kong and not and oh yeah America. So get, you can
2: get a VPN.
1: You should get better shit.
2: Yeah. get a VPN and get better stuff. Yeah.
1: But they like throttled the volume. So lo- you couldn't hear anything like Katie had never seen the matrix. And you know, when you're, when you're over there, you're in the hotel every single night. So we'd usually watch like a movie or a night. And it would just be like, my name's Neil, I'm the one. And they'd be like, boop, 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 hey, for guns. Hey, Taylor Ripo. I, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. It's just like, so like, I just don't remember a lot of the movies we saw over there. But the way we did it is I would pick a movie, Katie would pick a movie, and, and we try to find one that the other hadn't seen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I think we watched this movie, but I don't remember because mm. we can hear it. I also think, I believe, we're addicted to subtitles now. And I think that's yeah. where this started. Yeah. Now that I think about it.
2: Wait, did your subtitle addiction start when you were stuck when you were in Hong Kong? I think so. I don't know. I was wondering if it started because you have a child and that you watch things quietly. It's either I I no, I keep subtitles before. on a lot now too.
1: I think it's all it's either that or my dad can't hear shit. So we watch movies, we have to subtitles on for him. Uh-huh even though he falls asleep like within the first 30 seconds. So why even accommodate (laughs) anything to him? But you know, I'm a nice son. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and dad, if you're listening, I mean, you you didn't hear that joke anyway. Oh,
2: oh, and dad, if you're listening, thank you for being a patron, but you didn't hear that anyway.
1: (laughs) Also, thanks for the LLC advice for setting up the Bradshaw boys.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) thanks Timbo.
1: Um, Anyway, uh, um, Jimbo Jim, not Timbo, Timbo. Um, so what is this movie? This movie? Are has, you crazy? You're going to tell people this movie.
2: Are you stupid? You think I'm going to tell people this movie? I love that joke. This movie is called crazy, crazy stupid, stupid, love, crazy, you crazy, you crazy, but you also stupid. You're, you're stupid. That's why I love you.
3: Dude, you stupid. Yo, You crazy. But you also
1: stoop. That's right. Um Steve, Steve Carell. Yep. <laughs> hot goss. Hot goss. Julian Moore. Julian Moore. Man. Julian Moore. Julian Moore. Hot Julian Moore. Moore.
2: That was like that was I was gonna say high school crush. It was like high school crush, college crush, mm. 20s crush. Like Julian Moore is yeah. still, man. I current crush. Current crush. Yeah, mm. she's incredible.
1: Yeah, Maude Lebowski coming in hot. Ooh. Yeah. Painting nude. Yeah. Um, we have uh Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yep. That's why I get this movie confused with La La Land. Oh, because you got Goss and Emma in it. Yeah, Goss and Emma. And I feel like the lighting is... Because in La La Land, he's in like a jazz club a lot. Yeah. And then for this, I feel like you also have bar scenes. Yeah, there's a
2: whole bar. I think there's a bar scene where he talks to Carell and like is trying
1: to give him advice. Yeah. On um, and so but, like I feel you have like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone in a bar. Yeah, it's just like I go to La La Land for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I and mean, this this one, there's a musical number in the Griffith Observatory too, which is another reason why I get them confused. Really.
2: <laughs> in this one isn't he driving him down the freeway and he's like this is crazy this is stupid and then all of a sudden everyone stops on the 405 and they get dun, out of the dun, car dun, and they go, dun, 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 this is love dun, 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 dun. this is crazy stupid
3: dun, love dun, dun, dun.
1: yeah yes that's that is i believe that's what happens in this movie i think so yeah um I, but i don't remember the premise i think it's kind of like a hitch kind of movie I think there's got a little it's
2: got a little hitch dating coach stuff to it with a little bit of hijinks. We gotta watch hitch.
1: Dude, I l you're telling me I'm gonna watch a, a, an iteration of hitch tonight? I think it's got a little bit of hitch to it. Oh yeah. Yeah,
2: I think it's got a little bit of hitch. Oh I'm a little, excited. A little dating a little dating coach, a little getting your swagger on.
1: Is yeah. is the song bump bump bum bum bum, <laughs> bum 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 yeah is it in it is <laughs> kevin john, james spinning around his little john of ludicrous is Lil little jo- is, is there ludicrous
2: in this movie God, i would hope so i think it would then be called ludicrous stupid love <laughs> not crazy stupid love it would just be ludicrous stupid love being like yeah everybody show up and pull them out <laughs> that would be that would be the ludicrous version of this movie. Um, Dude, I went to an after party one time for the Webby Awards. You're familiar Webby Awards. I am familiar. You are familiar. Do you have a Webby? I do. Hey. I have a couple. And Uh, so do you. I only have one. Hey,
1: Mm.
2: we're, here's the thing. Mm. We're, we're, we're Webby Award winners and we got to win a Webby for this podcast.
1: You also have Emmys. I don't have any of those. We'll get some. (laughs) We'll get some, bro. (laughs) stack them up stack them up we need to have we need to get the trophy room in here (laughs)
2: just bring in all your awards. (laughs) that'd be great just it's if i do that though i'm also going to bring in my like most promising actor award from eighth grade
1: (laughs) that's hanging at home too I'm gonna bring my uh, most improved player trophies for every sport I ever played. Get them in here. Yeah, which is like you—you you were really shit when you started, <laughs> and you're just kind of shit now. That reminds—that reminds me. I think I told the story
2: in the podcast before, but we were doing an improv exercise in improv class. I was talking about or at taking, and uh, and the guy was like, "So you know, think about we want to act out traits of people you knew. Always have those in your mind, so you can bring it out as a character on stage. You know, like." Jock, uh good musician, cool guy. And then he just looked at me and pointed at me in front of the whole class and he goes, peaked in high school.
1: <laughs> and then he just kept going around the room.
2: Oh, that has sat with me since then. Oh, my God. Those years. Gosh. Ago.
1: Yeah. You got to find that guy. Oh,
2: I know. I mean, he's out there. He's a, he's a teacher. He lives in LA now. Just take him a picture of your award case. <laughs> I will. I'll be like, this is the Bradshaw Boys studio and here's my award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway webby awards mm-hmm. after party yeah went with a couple people <sighs> hung out for a little while then it got kind of late and uh, a lot of people bailed and it was kind of like oh it's kind of an early after party closing and then they were like and now we're bringing out the main entertainment and the, I, I kid you not there's like 30 to 40 people left at the party ludicrous comes out
1: what chris bridges comes chris out
2: bridges comes out he and also it was like a very small stage. It was like a stage, like at like three of cups, the like place. Yeah, yeah. used to do a comedy show. It was, it was like a stage that was like six inches tall. Oh. And he came gosh. out and he had a DJ that would just play clips. And then he was just like, yo, what up? And he was like, what do y'all want to hear? Area codes. And for an hour, he just played and he just played and rapped. It's just, dude, anything. It was he, amazing. He,
1: he rapped the song about running over someone in his car yep oh. and if they would get out of the way he yeah. wouldn't have to yeah yeah move the, bitch get out the way get out the way uh, bitch, out he's the way. got hose in different area codes he Bless really does man. Gosh, um best. let's thank you so much for for joining us on this exploration of all things flight attendant yep i'm your co-pilot mm-hmm. and i'll be your main flight attendant <laughs> i didn't want to be the pilot
2: <laughs> this is your flight attendant speaking This is your flight attendant speaking. Uh, uh, We're going to get to passing out the uh, drinks pretty soon. But at first, would everyone put down their face shields.
1: Unfortunately on this flight, we are unable to serve peanuts due to an allergy. Uh, The option will just be Biscoff cookies and pretzels. Once again, we are unable to offer peanuts on this flight, just Biscoff cookies and pretzels. We are out-of-kind bars. We also
2: do not have seltzer.
0: Crazy, Stupid, Love. Directed by John Requa and Glenn Faquera. Cal Weaver, played by Steve Carell, is living the American dream. He has a good job, a beautiful house, great children, and a beautiful wife named Emily, played by Julianne Moore. Cal's seemingly perfect life unravels, however, when he learns that Emily has been unfaithful and wants a divorce. Over 40 and suddenly single, Cal is adrift in the fickle world of dating. Enter Jacob Palmer, played by Ryan Gosling, a self-styled player who takes Cal under his wing and teaches him how to be a hit with the ladies. And now, back to the boys.
1: Dude, you crazy. Oh, you're so stupid. You're, it's funny because his character is actually like that guy. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he totally is. He's like,
2: are you standing in my schwitz? You stupid? <laughs> hey, you stupid. You said that to her again. Hey, a <laughs> lot of face <laughs> slap. Oh my gosh. Dude, that... Have you ever been slapped in the face by someone who was trying to be
1: cool or make a point like that? Um, I feel like my old boss, when I first moved to Park Slope, was like legitimately in the mafia and he would like do stuff like that did he do a face slap or did you kind of like a he did like like, that. Like, a, like a face tap he did like the neck jaw like hits a lot uh but like you know he'd also like leave with a crowbar and show up like sweaty with blood on his shoes so God. i like didn't really want to what'd you do for a job i was a bartender at his, at his bar wow um is that bar I, still open uh it's not but he opened another one
2: he was great. I liked him. He, Man, we should really do a Brad Always Listener event at that bar. At we,
1: totally we totally I'm could.
2: We totally could. I'm
1: not saying his name because I'll probably... You'll
2: uh, probably end up...
1: Wind con- up sleeping with the fishes. Concrete shoes in the Gowanus Canal. Yeah. Uh, um, but he was... Wow. He was... I loved him. I loved his bar. And um, he, uh, you know, he, he asserted his dominance over me regularly with the face slaps. And it just yeah. is what
2: it is. The face slap is a weird one because it's... Uh, It's, it's meant to be loving, Mm -hmm. but it's a sure sign of, you know, who's the boss here.
1: Yeah. we're so, and that's a good point because if someone, if like, if you're in like your seventies and you're given like a a gentle face pat, Mm -hmm. I would forgive it a lot more than if we're like adjacent in age. Like we're within a generation of each other. Yeah. Face slap is more of like a dominance power thing. Yeah. If you're just like. If your nickname's Papa Big Ears and you're just like, you know, you face slap people. Yeah. like, that's your old person thing. Yeah. I'd forget. I'd be like, ah. I
2: and if anyone, even if it's annoying, if you freak out on the old guy and if someone's like, don't hit me, old man. Everyone's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on.
1: Hey, 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 hey. Just chill. The reason it's I Papa bring Big up ears. Papa Big Ears is because I had a, a roommate in college whose grand, grandpa's name was Papa Big Ears. Are you serious? He, he would walk up to you, shake your hand, and he would just shake it, look at you in the eyes and go, I just want to let you know I'm in charge here. <laughs> like, right, how old was papa big ears he was like 80 just huge huge ears now that i'm in
2: charge here it's was like that no, kind I'm of like charge. a sweet funny grandpa yeah, it's thing? Just
1: like i got it i'm in charge here i like that yeah he I really called his that. car the uh the mcu uh uh i think he was on mcu 5 wait Mo- is this mobile cigar unit okay <laughs> yeah. is this pre-marvel movies too? yeah oh Great. yeah Love and it. The mobile cigar the unit. The mobile cigar unit. And every time we bought a new one, just MC, MCU6, mobile cigar unit 6. Like I go on a walk uh,
2: most mornings, just like a little morning walk, kind of like start the day. Yeah. And um, I live in an old Italian neighborhood mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. It, it's
1: We never talked about our running with each
2: other <laughs> a few weeks back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, we talked go about that on. on the pod? Maybe that's for... That's we we have to talk about yeah. that at some point. Um, but there's a guy who's like an old Italian guy that always 8.30 in the morning outside smoking a cigar. Really? It's like his morning cigar. Yeah. He's got a little pond in his front yard with some, some like koi fish or something yeah. like that, just- sitting among the flowers, just smoking a cigar. And he has a, he has a gold chain. He's wearing a wife beater and he's got some little shorts. Did uh
1: did Cloverfield just happen? I New York is currently getting bombed, I think. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just felt and heard yeah. the apartment shake. It's either we were living through an earthquake or we are currently being bombed. So you may never listen to this.
2: Oh man. What but what if you that? what if you hear it after yeah. like what if this is the it's last insane. surviving document of humanity? I don't well, think we'd so. be
1: able to upload it then.
2: <laughs> oh, we probably wouldn't. You'd have to find the card.
1: Um All right. So crazy stupid crazy, love. Crazy stupid love. Um quick recap. Yeah. You want ping pong it? Yeah.
2: All right. Movie starts at dinner. Marriage that's just, you know, cruising along. Mm -hmm. Steve Carell kind of clearly like a, clearly like a boring dad, but like a sweet guy. And, Mm. you know, just looking at his menu. Uh, What do you want? Let's say at the same time, wife, Julianne Moore, still smoking. Mm -hmm. She's just like, I want a divorce. Yeah.
1: Three, two, one. Three, two, one, one, one divorce. I want the chicken. I want a divorce. Yep. And, and first minute of the movie. Yeah. Basically. Great start. Great start. Why is Julian Moore getting a divorce? She's banging David Lindhagen. That's right. Yeah. David Lindhagen, who
2: we find out later is played by none other than Bacon, Kevin Bacon. Dude, the That's freaking right. bacon. The bacon. so great. Bringing home the Bacon.
1: Um. Also in that, so they go home. Uh, at the same, <laughs> he also rolls out of a car. Rolls out of when a car she tells him about
2: Hagen, he just rolls out of a moving car.
1: Yeah. Um. They go home. Uh. They're they're they're. they're oldest child um is laying in bed the babysitter opens the door which is mm-hmm. him uh, uh doing a little alone time yep doing a little uh playing peepas making bacon making bacon with Yep, his, totally he's uh masturbating and uh very embarrassed he talks to the babysitter and he's like i just want to let you know i think of you when i do that i have a picture we're only four years apart yep not making it any better for no, her. Robbie is just digging the hole a little
2: bit deeper. Yep. Right there. Totally.
1: Um, So, um, Corell gives the babysitter a ride home and yep. we find out that the babysitter is feeling Carell. Yeah. Babysitter has a little bit of a crush on Cal. Yep. Totally. We find
2: out, you know, we see there's a little foreshadowing to that when the babysitter cow backs it and knock over the picture and it breaks. And when she picks it up, great little, great little for not foreshadowing. It's great little imagery of, the, the the picture of Correll and Julian Moore is shattered. Yeah. And she doesn't even know it yet. And then she covers up Julian Moore, gives some bedroom eyes to the yeah. picture.
1: Bedroom eyes. And then
2: uh yeah, and then she takes him and then they come home. They mm-hmm. Steve Carell says, We're getting a divorce. The kid is like, what? what? Of course. Yeah. And then yeah, take him home. She says, You're the you're the best dad. Yeah. And anyone what did she say? She's
1: like She's anyone like, Anyone who doesn't, if, if Mrs. So-and-so doesn't see that, then she's batshit crazy. She's batshit crazy. Yeah, totally. And then she like is like, I have a crush, but Steve Carell's like a little bit in his own mind to actually hear it.
2: Yeah. Um, what if at that point in the movie, Steve Carell dropped her off and he was just like, whatever you do, whatever you do, live your life to the fullest. And she's like, okay. And then he pulls out of the driveway and he drives 160 miles an hour to a tree. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs>
1: It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Stupid. It's stupid. And it's about love yeah. and heartbreak. Oh totally. Oh, man. Um, so uh, while all this is is happening, you see Gosling mm-hmm. uh, at the bar. Um, right now, and this might change, Ryan Gosling is playing a character of the archetype of man that I hate the most. Uh, explain what that is. Just like pickup artist. Yes. Yeah. Just like fake Mystery. confidence. Like negging he's like putting women down to get them home and sleep with them yep and it's just like i despise yeah this version and all the, the women are totally playing yeah. into it yeah you know what except if one if you're this person if you're if, if you fell for this person there's no there's no shame this is my preference that i don't, sure i don't like this type of person also if you're a pickup artist
2: or if you we're in a relationship or married to pickup artist, yeah, let us know come on the pod come on We'd the pod love to talk to you yeah
1: um yeah i'll i'll I'll, I'll state my case mm-hmm. I'll probably be wrong, mm-hmm. uh, which is something i I enjoy doing, and uh we'll have a conversation, but I don't like the the like male misogynist put down others to build myself up, yeah. And this is only the first act. So maybe we'll unpack that a little bit. Mm -hmm. He also, this is jumping ahead. Ryan Gosling's character, when he's like first takes on Steve Carell as a quote unquote project. Mm -hmm. Steve Carell's like, why are you doing this? And Ryan Gosling's like, I like see you remind me of someone I knew. So like maybe, Mm. you know, he was like bullied or insecure Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I wonder if he's like that person was me. Yeah. Yeah. But you said the one person he is unsuccessful in picking up is... Yep.
2: Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone is there with... Hannah Banana. With uh, Anna Banana.
1: Hannah Banana is uh, Emma Stone's character's name. Hannah Banana? Yeah. Ah! Oh, geez. Oh, my God. Scared the... Shit what the hell? Out of oh, my gosh. Kevin just walked in and scared the shit out of us. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. He's just showing us this is gonna be a real oh that's fine that was <laughs> terrifying good lord we just did
2: a thing on the podcast where we were i mean like you we're, should
1: come yeah we were talking about how much we hate you yeah and you just show up. we recorded kevin's house and uh we have keys to kevin's house by the way your neighbor wants you to oh go yeah your downstairs, how, neighbor, your downstairs wants neighbor wants you to come knock like, on their door Kevin to stop by yeah so go knock on their door yeah um And it was—it's been Corey and I alone in Kevin's. Yeah, we've been so half hours. The podcast
2: studio is in a room in Kevin's apartment. We have keys here, and when we—I'm guessing when we heard that, boom, boom, it was Kevin Kevin coming in the downstairs door. I mean, grab a mic. Yeah, come on. No, 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 come on. He doesn't want to use that. He doesn't doesn't want to. He doesn't want to come. Why not? Yeah. All right. So, uh man that was terrifying that was awful because here's what we saw we'll get back on track but what we saw is if you you know if you can see me looking at john if you're watching the youtube video i'm looking at john and then i just we heard a a creak, creak, and then we just saw a hand creep out with a with a phone recording us and uh jackass and then we just saw kevin sucks laughing and then he and then he looked at us with the phone recording he just goes this is going to be a
1: reel yeah.
2: on our Instagram. <laughs>
1: um, and this is the podcast I'm supposed to be on, but for some reason... I yeah, don't he walked away. He didn't want to be on the podcast. Um, So he is unsuccessful in picking up... Hannah Han- Banana. Hannah. Hannah Banana. Hannah. Hannah Barbera. Hannah Barbera. Yeah, he can't pick her
2: up. She's with her friend. Her friend's like wait so you think the sexiest person is conan o'brien and she's like i love conan o'brien so we're kind of getting this vibe yeah. that she's hot she's cute yeah she's a total catch but they're she's going to be a lawyer she's going to be a lawyer they're giving off this vibe that she's kind of nerdy mm-hmm. she her lawyer friends include she's team coco she's team coco loves the coco podcast mm-hmm. uh she's friends with josh groban that's
1: her boyfriend Groban's her boyfriend. Groban's her boyfriend. Yeah, 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 that's right. Who's like a little bit milquetoast, a little bit boring.
2: Yep, And she really likes them. And her friend is kind of like, you Mm -hmm. could like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So those are kind of all of the players um, in this play. Um, uh, What we currently have going on is Julianne Moore's character is like, I'm having a bit of a midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. She's like, not sure what she wants to do with bacon. Um we have Yeah,
2: Bacon has also been like He's like you. I'm sorry about you and your husband and yeah. she's like no you're not. And he's like no I'm not. I love you. Yeah. I want like Bacon is like I'm ready to be the guy from the affair yeah. that we get married. Yeah.
1: Um Steve Carell um shows up to a bar a couple times and he's like really depressed. Mm-hmm. Keeps on talking about David Lindhock, which is really funny. That's great, yeah. His friend Bernie breaks up with him and yeah, he loses um, Bernie in the Steve, divorce. Um connects with Ryan Gosling's character who's like I'm going to take you on as a protege yeah and teach you how to be a misogynistic asshole yep um so steve is like shopping and going to the gym and like learning how to neg women mm-hmm. and that's where his character's at he's going through like the the gosling gauntlet mm-hmm. and then um emma stone's character is like with her boy and boyfriend who's mm-hmm. like after the lsat or after the bar i'm gonna do a really special night and she's like i wonder if he's gonna get engaged to me and then we have the um the youngest kid of steve's son who's like really into the babysitter and he's like relentless about it
2: yeah and he also is now starting to go through the trauma of like he yeah he texts the babysitter in class one day and he's just like relentlessly trying to get in touch with her and then she kind of shuts him down and he gets called out in class Mm -hmm. and then he stands up and they're talking about the scarlet letter and he's she's like teacher's like do you want to share what's happening he's like yeah I'll tell you what's happened. The A, you know what it's for? It's for That's assholes cool. because assholes fall in love, and uh, and then he goes and meets David and His Julianne Moore is to take him out of class. Uh, yeah, he goes he and meets David. Linhagen. He gets hogged, and then he pulls the hog out on Hagen. <laughs>
1: he does. He raises that seat up, and he's like, "Sit, sit down, Hagen. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah it remind, and then it reminds me of uh, how to catch a predator. <laughs> Hi, uh are you David Hogan? I'm Chris H- I'm
2: Chris Hansen. I'm Chris Hansen. Have a seat, please. Did you know Julianne Moore's 14 and you slept with her?
1: Did you know that? David, I have uh some of your text messages right here. Um You want me to read them? I'm gonna go ahead and read them. Uh, you sent a picture of a shampoo bottle to my mother and said you want to jam that up that ass. <laughs> Is that true, Mr. Is that true, Mr. Lynn Hogan? What are your intentions with my mother? <laughs>
2: That's crazy and that's stupid. That's stupid. Um yeah, so we're we're doing that and then um so I I kind of feel like the, I don't like this Gosling character. What the
1: fuck is Kevin? Is Kevin just sitting in another room I playing know Wordle? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs>
2: it would make way more sense for him to come. In. I was like, "Grab a mic. I'm sure he's seen the movie before." Yeah, come on,
1: Kevin. Come on, anyway. Kev. Okay. Um so there's a lot of characters in this movie. Yeah. Very different than your standard romantic comedy. Yes. I feel like your normal from the like romantic comedies we've seen, there's been like main character, second main character. Yeah. A little bit of a web going on. And then maybe like a friend. Yeah. Each side. Yeah. Where this one we have like, we have Julian Moore's thing. We have Steve Carell's thing. We have Ryan Gosling, who's already gotten struck out by um, Emma Stone. Uh-huh. We have Emma Stone's thing. We have the, the bait and like, I feel like this is like like water that's getting churned, and it's going to come mm-hmm. together yeah. somehow. Yeah. It's all going to click. I don't know. I don't remember how. I don't either. But I,
2: yeah. Well, I know that we're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to... There's going to be some things that are revealed. Okay. I, there's a few things that I remember, but I don't really want to reveal them yeah. yet because I want to just watch yeah. them. But I think one thing that we are going to see is... I think we're going to see a little bit of a reveal with the Gosling character where I think some of this stuff is, is played up intentionally where it's not just like, this is what a real cool guy looks like. like yeah. I think we're going to get We're going to see him break and we're going to see a little bit of vulnerability and okay. that it's like, Hey, like we, like you're going to see his weakness. I think they're building him up to be yeah. cool, but also kind of a jerk now. And yeah. we're going to see that go away. Well, he's compensating
1: bit. for something totally, like he, and and we have to figure out what it is that he's compensating for. Yeah, because like he he is. There's nothing wrong with, um, you know, finding your pleasures in life and and mm-hmm. being a hedonist and where whichever avenue you want. Mm-hmm. But anytime any person is so singularly focused they're most likely lacking it's because they're compensating for things that are lacking in other Mm. parts of their life. And he is defining himself 100% by the amount of different women he can sleep with. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from some that's coming from somewhere.
2: Yeah, totally. I think anytime you see that with someone, that's usually kind of a red flag.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's megalomania. It's when you're, when you're motivated by, this the pursuit of a single thing yeah um yeah i think i think you black in other places
2: yeah does that mean that the key to life is balance wow is that true
1: whoa is that what it is do we do we get it do we crack it <laughs> um so let's talk about the calm okay
2: yeah because there's yeah we we definitely have some rom in this. We
1: got a lot. We have we got a lot of rom on the, on the scale of rom to com. Mm-hmm. The teeter is very heavily tottering on the rom side. Yeah, we have a lot of rom. We got yep. Lindhagen. We got we got Gosling banging chicks. We mm-hmm. got we got um, Steve Carell's kid mm-hmm. jerking it to babysitter. We yep. have a lot of rom. Yep. Where are you at with the com? <sighs> well, I think the com. First of all
2: just from the outset you got Carell, mm-hmm. you got emma stone post um i don't know where this i mean she's already been in um um why am i blanking on the best movie ever um the high school movie i feel like an idiot the high school movie yeah that emma stone and michael Sarah and uh oh uh super bad thank you yeah God, yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's yeah oh brain fog um yeah, but like we've got Emma Stone, who's already been established as like a darling, a sweetheart, and also like very funny. Yeah, isn't you know, as a comedic actress. So like, she has
1: been in a ton yet. She's only been in two scenes, and like one of them was yeah. like turning like, down gossip. Turning down Gosling. And the other one was like her with boring boyfriend. Yeah, she's failing that test so far.
2: Yeah, that's true. She is failing that test, but I think those are some elements of the com because like Julianne Moore, incredible versatile actress, but like. Doesn't really, doesn't say calm out of the gates. Mm -hmm. She can do calm, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, so I think you got that to start with the calm. I think you get, hey, anytime, anytime you get some depressed Steve Carell and then his wife keeps going on about cheating on him, he's like, I'm going to
1: go. And he rolls out of the car. That's some calm. Steve Carell. That's some physical comedy. I think Steve Carell's carrying a lot of the calm right now, which is also interesting because he's carrying like the sadness the most too. Like he's like, like know, very put upon. He's very yeah, very bummed out when he like lost his friend Bernie. Yep, who plays one of the McDonald brothers in, in the founder. Great movie. Yeah, um, such a good movie. Yeah. Founder's fantastic. Ooh, Keats. Yeah. yeah, give me Keats all day. Great movie. Um, and there's a lot of comedy with him, and then and then it's very much in the theme of forty year old virgin. Yeah. Like, totally. Where he is just kind of like. You got to remake this guy. Yeah. He's like lost his mojo. He's like needs to, you know, learn how to reclaim his masculinity. But there's like a lot of funniness there with his shoes and his wardrobe and his haircut. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah. And the last thing he saw, he fell asleep on Ryan Gosling's. What does he call it? His Schwanz? His Schwanz?
2: I think it's just Schwanz, yeah. He's in the, they're in a lot. They do actually kind of an interesting thing where they're in a locker room and he's like, don't stand there in front of me. And then they cut and they're all of a sudden in the sauna and he's just in the same position with his like, yeah. Corral's head is like
1: blocking his Mm. shots awesome remember when austin powers did that for the first time yeah and then they did like the the yeah it was the it was like uh, a whole scene where they keep walking by naked yes with like like fruit and stuff like that yeah champagne
2: freaking great dude that movie is so good i
1: know um yeah so so you're getting a lot of the calm from from Corel. his his son's doing a pretty good job too yeah this is more more like cringy calm
2: yeah yeah but he's doing his son's playing one of those like teenagers that is really there's he's
1: acting older than a kid would ever act, but he's like doing a good job carrying it. His son and his daughter have the exact same haircut. I actually think they're played by the same kid. (laughs) When his daughter was like doing jump aerobics to the TV. Oh yeah, that's right. His daughter's not been into that much at all. There's like that. I don't know how to describe that hair. It's like the hair from the kid who like was like the, the, the kid that would get kicked out of class a lot. It's like longer.
2: Yeah, it's almost it's almost kind of like a Hansen haircut, sort of a little bowl cutish, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: dude. I need that hair right now in life.
2: <laughs> Just grow that out. Yeah, I think it might be too wiry. I can't do that anymore. Uh, we could still try. Yeah, we could try. We could do that. Um, hey, if you uh go to the, you're already on the Patreon. Go up a couple tiers so we can get a lot of biotin vitamins <laughs> so we can grow our hair out. Um
1: if we, had a certain le- if we had a certain level, we should get um hair transplants.
2: I would absolutely do get that. plugs. Get
1: plugs. I would totally get plugs. We no, talked about that with but Kevin. The two, before. Of us, the two of us
2: get it. Kevin Kevin doesn't get the plugs. Yeah. Although we have talked about we how, should
1: plug Kevin's hair into ours. Oh,
2: uh, I would love that. Plug the hair from the side of his head into the top of our heads <laughs> and just get even longer hair.
1: That'd be amazing.
2: Totally. Um one thing that we might find out different things as we go further into the movie. But one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is this movie is 20, 2012. Do you know, know? No, we should look it up. Look it up. I, my phone is in the other room. Um, but what I'm thinking is they're going shopping, they're going shopping and he's, you know, like you got to get rid of those shoes and he's just like, yeah, totally making fun of his style. I mean, they're 2011, go- 2011, wow, great. 11 years old. 11 years old, what's, uh? What's does, does it have a, a gross, a box office gross or anything like that on it? Uh, it's got seven out of four on uh, IMDb, 79% Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's generally a pretty well-liked movie.
1: Yeah, I think so. It's got some like Critics' Choice Awards. I don't know how to tell how much it, how much it made.
2: Uh, We'll look it up in a sec.
1: Yeah. But the thing I was going to say
2: was like, I wonder if, there are definitely, I think this was kind of when around the time where it was like like the metrosexual was kind of a thing where it's yeah. like, you know, like a guy a guy in like a nice fitted power suit mm-hmm. and, you know, like a guy in some like good, good leather shoes with that. Like you can kind of wear a suit to a casual thing and no tie. Yeah. And it, it kind of like how Gosling looked in real life. Yeah. And I do feel like as they were doing it, granted, this is a very specific style, but when they were like he was like, You don't wear new balances. And I was like, dude, once Norm Core hit, everybody was wearing new yeah, balances. New balances. Like, like new balances, things, like nah. in, you know? And I think that there was a lot of things where he even like his jeans, like it's just the difference of style changing. Yeah. But I think that Gosling is making him into a very specific kind of guy. Yeah. You know, like a very specific kind of yeah hot man. Totally. Which I guess, you know, if you're going to remake a guy going through a divorce after 25 years, you probably want to make him into that versus you don't want to make him into a guy wearing like baggy double front car hearts. Like you don't want to <laughs> go like he's like, you don't need him to be like a Bushwick
1: audio engineer, yeah. <laughs> you know? Wouldn't that be awesome if that's what it was? If dude, you amazing. got divorced. Time to be a hype beast. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh. You're now a SoundCloud DJ.
2: <laughs>
1: Listen to Tentacion. Yeah, dog. Heck yeah, dude. dude that's get, that's get some, the stupid part get, of it. Get a face tattoo. <laughs> dude, I wish they would just go that way with Corell. Yeah. That be that'd a face be, tattoo. He's got like a little little gold in his teeth. Yeah, totally. Gets dreads. So sick. Colored dreads. I mean, is that what would happen nowadays? Like, what would play this this movie scenario out okay. in two thousand twenty two? Who? What type of guy is the pickup artist? Because like in twenty twenty two, like Ryan so Gosling's character, like feels dated, stylish. Oh. style wise, dated. And I am the complete wrong person to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. There might be listeners who watch this and they're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" He's like, he still look. I mean, he's still stylish. He's gorgeous. He's got I don't know, but he's wearing like the like the gray suit with like the vests. Like he's still. I mean, he's Gosling,
2: so he's like still handsome and iconic. But you're right. Like he does. I think it it feels more of a certain time, and it the whole pickup artist
1: thing doesn't really fit and play and it feels a little what type of guy? Like what stylistically what what do they look like? What if you're like a guy now? who's going to a bar twenty twenty two. I mean also we live in like the Brooklyn bubble, so it's really hard yeah, to it's like true. think like I think they're at is this movie take place in LA or are they like Middle America?
2: I think they're in Los We need to look it up. I think it, I think it's I think it's on the West Coast.
1: Okay. So we're in Brooklyn. So it's like, like you said, it's very different. Right. What style looks like, but like, what is the type of guy who's going to bars? The same bar, by the way, in every single, <laughs> That's Gosling, true. is that that bar, Gosling, isn't that bar hitting bar. on every woman, taking them home? Yeah. You got to think that one of them comes back the next night, a single time, or like maybe the bartenders are like, yo, go to a different bar. Hey dude, dropping $875 on champagne flights. Every single night. Yeah, totally.
2: Anyway, come, come on, man. You slept with my friend last night. Yeah, and um, I don't know, man. Just maybe take a night off. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah.
1: But what is like? What does that guy look like? What is a? What is the archetype of that of that man now? I mean, I think it depends on what scene you're in because, yeah. like
2: you said, clearly not our scene. But I bet there is a guy doing that who is maybe not wearing. The suits, yeah, but is stylish. Maybe he's got a chain on. Maybe maybe has like a cool T-shirt now. You know, and like I mean, this is this is like where it starts to fall apart because I'm like, I don't know what cool people wear. But um, he's got NFTs. Yeah, he's. I mean, it could be there crypto like a crypto bro. Yeah, it depends on what scene you're in. There could be like a total crypto bro. You know, talking to and and I'm sure that. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the women in the movie are just like smitten by Gosling. But I think there's a lot of girls. There's like a lot of women that we're friends with that would probably be like, yeah, that that crypto bro kind of. I mean, yeah, it was nice to talk to him, but I'm not into that guy. But I bet there's some women that would be super into that. They would be like, yeah, I mean, I think that he has a lot of money and knows what he's doing and he just seems adventurous. Do you think he would have a motorcycle?
1: I'm so genuine. Like, I'm so curious as to what. They would do for ryan gosling's character in 2022 10 years after the movie was what made. is the character that can go into any bar and pick up any woman is it like i don't know what does that person look like
2: i mean if you think about now like i'm trying to think of celebrities now like channing tatum i think is but channing Tatum's like married with kids yeah it won't be Channing. it'd be like chalamet yeah, maybe. But it's funny because Chalamet is a different type. Yeah, he's not going to be like negging women. No, he's like, like going to be in the corner just like kind of sipping on a drink. Being
1: like, <laughs> what'd you say? Be like, we have to go to Caledon to get the spices.
2: Is <laughs> a Dune reference. What's, um, the, what's the kind of suit they wear in Dune? Uh like their
1: uh, I forgot what they're called. Yeah, it's they're the like, suit that like. The Fremen. Yeah,
2: it's the suit that the Fremen wear. Yeah. Speak to me in your, speak to me in your mind voice. Hey! But would it be, would it be Chalamet? We live in, we live in a time now where I always feel like we're like reliving the 90s now and the Mm -hmm. 90s are popular again. But there was a time in the 90s where kind of everything was popular. (laughs) Like, like you do, because like grunge came and kind of broke everything up. But like we do kind of have a thing now where it's like, yeah, Chalamet is like hot, but then there's also like, um, you know there's like the rock is like a huge actor and he you know the and like so it's cool to be like a muscle bro yeah but it's also cool to kind of be like a sensitive guy that wears like basketball shorts with. it's cool to be like
1: i think i think and even as in 2011 there was like more of a of a singular culture yeah and like now because of the internet and social media Mm -hmm. and like twitch and whatever yeah it's like fragmented We're like, totally I can't think of a singular archetype of a person I mean that would be like unanimously sought after it's like yeah maybe you're a successful streamer and right like you like crush it at comic-con <laughs> maybe you're like I don't know a face <laughs> you're tattoo ninja guy. you've got you have yeah. your own hair dye yeah maybe you're like a face tattoo guy who
2: like crushes yeah. it in those crowds I mean like so look like, at like Post Malone it's like yeah. Post Malone has like you know, a shaved head and like face tattoos and is like a sensitive rapper guy. And that's totally a different thing. Yeah. Gosling. I mean, he's a famous person, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that's one thing that's interesting about the internet. That's kind of changed a lot of stuff in social media is that everyone has, not only does everyone have their lane, yeah, but everyone can go to their lane. And one thing that sort of dominates everything is like anyone can kind of go viral and be funny. And one of the, one of the best things, one of the hardest things I feel like about social media is you look and there's just like, it just shows how normal people are really funny. Yeah. And so you see people trying to do yeah. stuff and then you just see like a guy or a girl who has made like one thing and gone super violent. It's, it's like one of the funniest things you've ever seen. Yeah. It's funnier than anyone trying to do something. Yeah. And then, and, and also that person just lives in a not big city mm-hmm. and just like a town in, you know, middle America or whatever. And it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's what, that's what people look like. It's not totally. some guy in a power suit slapping Steve Carell in the face, mm-hmm. you know, making him spend 10 grand on yeah
1: totally. I, cause I think about like someone like my wife in particular, like love Borat, <laughs> my wife, my wife, yeah. Uh, yeah. like Adam driver would be like, but like still totally not like she, like not, I don't think Adam driver is like aesthetically on paper. Like super attractive, mm-hmm. but I think like his characters and only when passion only when he's smolder. a Seth Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like I know a lot of women are super attracted. Yeah. To him, and totally. That might be a good character to have play that role. Mm-hmm. Like the like the brooding artist, mm-hmm. like also confident knows what he wants type. I don't know. Yeah. It's really I mean, like, I whatever
2: we talked about this on another pod recently. And we were trying to be like, who is like a massive star like that who would command that now Mm -hmm. and i was like ryan reynolds and we're like no not Mm -hmm. really i mean like like he's funny and sarcastic he's like funny and sarcastic and like yeah i you know chris pratt yeah i mean like he's i i saw the new jurassic like jurassic it doesn't have a title what's the new movie called is this it's just called title? Jurassic Park. I just, I think it just has the logo of the, the park oh, there. That's awesome.
1: But yeah, Pratt is the like. The movie formerly known as Jurassic Park. Exactly. <laughs> it's the
2: Prince version. But yeah, Pratt is the, is the like handsome like the alpha fun, guy. Funny man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, you know, maybe, maybe that at one point, I mean, also at one point I was like, I don't know, Chadwick Boseman, Donald Glover, Childish mm, Gambino, yeah. like, you know, like, but, but also that's its own thing.
1: Dude, what I'm hearing from you right yep. now is that there is a need for the Hollywood alpha. Yeah. And I think that it's a need you need to fill. You think so? Yeah. You think that I could I think be that guy? you need to call your agent and just be like, hey, I discovered something on my podcast. Yeah. Send me in. Here's the roles I want and just start like face and face slap your agent. <laughs> I'm ready to go. i dusted off my chain. I fluffed up my schwitz. Yep. And I'm ready. I'm here for two things. Yep. Drink beer. Yeah. Fuck some
2: bitches. Let's That's right. go. That's all I want. <laughs> Both those things. My agent is... This is a little bit older than me and he's got kids. I bet he's got those stupid new bounces on. I'll take them off and throw them over the balcony. <laughs>
1: Be like, come on, put me in a movie. I'm the new alpha. Dude, do you know that scene was super depressing in this movie? When huh? like the, when Steve Carell's boss was like, hey, you did a really good job in the end of the year reports. Like, We're really proud of you. And Steve Carell's like, who told you? And he's like, who told me what? Oh, like, you know that I'm getting divorced. He's like, Oh, it's divorce. Karen heard you crying in the bathroom. We all thought it was cancer. Good Lord. He's like, hallelujah. It's just divorce. And they all start like cheering for him. Terrible. That's like real life for people. Now. I know. Well, that's one thing that is crazy. Uh. And I thought about, it cause like we know people that have been divorced. Like that yeah. was
2: a thing. That was one thing in this where everyone is kind of treating it like it's not a big deal. Yeah. And even Gosling is like, you got to get back out there. Yeah. And they this doesn't make for good comedy movies, but I'm like, these people need time to grieve. Yeah. Even the children. Yeah. I mean, we're not watching marriage story speaking of Adam driver, but you know, you're right. Like there's a thing where everyone is kind of not really taking it. Th- even like his good friend from like the couples guys, like I'm could breaking you, up with you. Could
1: you imagine if the first like, uh, act of this movie, when we were talking about her, we're like yes, yeah, Steve Crow went through divorce and the first act was about six months to two years <laughs> of him. <laughs> slowly processing that and um (laughs) coming to terms with how he failed as a husband and um really took ownership of a lot of things yeah he um had some really great breakthroughs in his counseling sessions and um not the greatest relationship with, with julian moore but healthy and a good safe place to raise our kids. You know, she got back together
2: with uh or she she ended up staying with uh David Lindhager. David Lindhager and he was able to uh go pick up his kids yeah. and say um you know, David, uh I was really mad for a long time, mm-hmm. but I have to say that I made some mistakes and I yeah. don't hold anything against you.
1: Yeah, this the scene that really moved me was when Steve, when Cal and David Linhagen mm-hmm. shared a glass of um uh Cabernet mm-hmm. at, um, at Cal's apartment. Mm-hmm. It was really special. Yeah, it was really nice. Right, and then he got back out there, and then he got, And that's when that's when was it Cabernet or was it Malbec? I don't remember the exact type
2: of wine. I um I think it was actually a Gamay yeah. because one thing Steve Carell did, you know, was he was like, I got to give myself some hobbies and get interested in things, <laughs> and he took a wine class, yeah. and uh you I know he. He, uh, he took a cooking class and a wine class and started learning about different special, wines. special yeah. times, really special times. He really grew as a human.
1: Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I, I had it. a friend that got divorced, and I was like, "What are you? What are you gonna do?" You know, mm-hmm. this was in college, like right. Was Wait, like, he got divorced in college. It was right after college, okay. and he had been married for like two years. It was really fucked up because his his wife at the time was like, "I love you, but my parents and I don't think I will in thirty years." So oh, she's like, "I'm just gonna nip it in the butt." and just let's just get divorced before we get too attached that just gave me the the worst chills i was like man what are you gonna do and he's like he's like 24 25 he's like i'm gonna buy a white jeep and just like go to the beach yes heck yeah i don't think we had facebook at the time but i was like hey man how are you doing he's like got a white jeep trying to surf Loving it. So I'm just like, all right. At that point, you know,
2: I know I just made a big case for grieving. But at that point, I'm like, dude, you're 24. Yeah. Buy that white Jeep. Yeah. And Think just, you? yeah, go surf. Yep. You'll, yeah, this is going to come out at some point. You're going to yeah. deal with it. But also, buy the white Jeep yeah. and just be like, maybe I dodged a bullet. Yeah.
1: You know? And he did. Um, Dang. So yeah, I, I'm really excited to see where this movie um, comes together. It's, it, it feels different because there's a lot of lines in the water. But I think those lines are going to converge. I think they're totally going to converge. Nice catch! Oh yeah, a nice sea
3: bass. We're gonna get a big. We're gonna get a big fish. (laughs) Cajun feminist is back on the pot. He says we're gonna get a big fish. We're gonna get a big grouper. We gonna get. We gonna get our big grouper. Then we're (laughs) gonna rub that thing down on some zatarans. We're gonna rub it down on some Tony Schiavone. Some seasoning salt. Uh, We're gonna cook that... And then we're gonna talk about feelings. We're gonna talk about our feelings. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get deep in that feelings gonna, talk gonna about be spicy. We're gonna talk about bell hooks. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about bell hooks and how, how a modern man, a modern man doesn't he doesn't subscribe to the patriarchy. We're gonna fish and then we're gonna talk about how feminism is for everybody. That's right. You know what the fourth wave needs to be? The fourth wave needs to be the men standing up, saying we support women. That's right. what it need to be. And then we're going to get some of them shrimp. Then we're going to get some good of gumbo. We're going to have that in a, in a, in a, in a beta beer. Uh. We're going to drink responsibly because we're going to show the young men and women in our lives what a real man does. a real if, man leads with vulnerability.
1: And if emotions come out that make you want to cry, that's okay. That's okay. That's fine. That's okay. That's what we learned.
3: That's what we learned from strong women, that it's okay to cry and feel. All right. But vote. them crawfish. But them crawfish.
1: Oh. You
3: you you suck the head for more flavor.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then you go home and you be a nice, nice man. That's right. You read some glorious Stein before you go to bed. Huh. That's right. Mm. Mm. Gert- Gertrude Stein. Some go to Stein. Yummy <laughs> <laughs> for my tummy. Oh yeah. Later. Oh, Kevin, you're coming in. Kevin, you coming in? You want to say later taters? You wanna give us a later taters in the end the pod? Come on, Kevin. Should we do a mobile? Should I should I run the mic out there and see if we can find them? How much how much uh you want to get, hey Kevin, you wanna oh, later, he t- t- later taters? Later
2: taters. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.